0: Hey, this is Mark Pietkowski from the Vulcan Gas Company, and you are listening to Feedback Podcast with Back.
1: What up, everybody? This is back with the Feedback Podcast, the only podcast about the Austin nightlife, and this is episode number 90. And on this episode, I get to talk to the team behind Solstice Live which is an online booking platform that connects artists and venues. And we talk about how this whole thing came about. We talk about the Solstice Music Festival, from france actually came to the u.s and how this technology was used and how they brought it down to austin we talk about uh how it works the process some of the features we also talk about working with venues and different event producers and then we'll get we'll get into this conversation about how to improve the music scene here in austin i think there's a lot that can be done and these guys are definitely doing their part so make sure you support uh go check it out and if you like what I do, if you like what I'm contributing to the scene, do me a favor, go to iTunes, leave me a review, let me know what you think, and tell a couple friends about it. It really helps me, it really helps the show. My goal with the feedback is to help you navigate the nightlife scene here in austin is always a lot going on there's so many artists so many people involved it's hard to keep up and i want to help you make sense of what's going on so that you can get out there and support and make the best out of this nightlife we got here in this town so just show me some love i appreciate the support and let's get on with the show And we're live. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in on the internets out there and on Mixler. Uh, if you want to share the link, it's thefeedback.com slash Mixler, M-I-X-L-R. Share with your friends on Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. And I'd like to introduce my guest for the for the show. I got Solstice live in the house. How y'all doing?
2: Hey. hey. <laughs>
1: so from uh, left to right, I got the CEO, Matt Ford. How you doing? Doing all right, how are you? Thank you for coming. I appreciate it. Appreciate I got you. the tech guru over here. <laughs> Happy to be here. good. Us. Thank you for coming, Adrian. I appreciate that. And Lauren, Bruno. Yes, yes. So if you have any questions or comments, feel free to post them on the Mixler app. So thefeedback.com slash mixler. But first, <laughs> Matt just perked up. Like, what, what, what? <laughs> One thing I always like to ask my guests is what is your connection with Austin? Because you're doing great things with the music scene here in Austin, with Solstice, with the festival, with the uh, the website. But what is your personal connection uh, with Austin?
2: Well, I, uh, I was born with a love for music. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been doing it for most of my life, starting in second grade in the Jewish choir in synagogue. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I've just always been attracted to it. And when I got to college age, I attended a music school in Boston. And um, uh, the band I was with at that at that college, they they left the first year, and they were like, "We're all going to Austin." I was like, uh, "I'm not." I was like, <laughs> "I didn't come here to just leave." But they ended up the next year coming through on on a tour, and they were just like, "You've got to come to this place." Like. It's just this m- beautiful mecca of of creatives and and um, artists, and mm-hmm. and you have to be there, and um, so yeah, I just I just was like, I think it's time. I've, I've learned what I needed to learn at a at at this school, and I'm ready to come here. and And I came, and sure enough, like as soon as I as soon as I got to Austin, I was just like, this is where this is where I need to be, um, and um, yeah, it was. It was incredible. It was it was it was incredible. So music music definitely I mean, is what me, brought me here.
1: That, that I mean, Austin is, is the place for music, as every, as everybody knows. What about you, Adrian? Um, How long you been in Austin?
3: Going on seven years, I'd say. I'm uh, from Houston, but I came up for school. Uh-huh. Um, finished school in thirteen, and then been here since. I uh, wasn't really involved in anything music going, uh, music related aside from being a fan uh, until Solstice got going.
1: Were you going to uh, festivals? Were You taking out shows? You going to bars? Anything like that? Or
3: yeah, more shows and festivals. Um, uh, lots of bars. Yeah, got my fair share in college. Um, <laughs> and yeah, hook them, right? Him. Hook them. That's right. That's right. Hook them. All
0: right, Bossman. Yeah, I got into this whole whole scene. Uh, I actually I learned. I learned how to program and I learned about entrepreneurship around the same time that I learned how to play guitar. Oh, wow. Yeah. And all of those things have always intertwined, which is like the perfect, which is like Solstice is just a manifestation of that. Uh So I actually got to Austin, not for music, but for a job in the, uh, the tech world. I started a business while I was at in college and, eventually, um, when that was done, um, I took a gig helping this investor out Mm -hmm. in Austin. It's a group called tech stars and they invest in 10 different tech companies. And I was doing business development for this, this tech tech thing. And, um, I was actually working on what would become Solstice in where I was before. Mm -hmm. And, um, then I found myself in Austin kind of unaware of, what was going on here. I moved here for technology and found myself in the live music capital of the world and it's one of the reasons why I believe in God is that kind of stuff just seems to happen to me. It's yeah, like, people, oh my God. People <laughs> you know? always
1: say, you know, there was an energy about Austin and it, it just drew us in and once we got here we're like, holy shit, this is the place. There's so, mu- so much creativity. Real. It is real. I, I mean... I got here 16 years ago and I'm still so blown away by some of the people I meet that are really trying to, you know, make something happen in this city whether it's in tech or in business or mm-hmm. you know or in music. Uh, but you were were you playing in bands in uh, at the time or you were just
0: No, no, I've never I I do have a drummer that I make music with. I make music with Adrian here to my left as well, but I've, I've never been out and about playing. That I, I think most of my uh most of my creative effort goes into uh goes goes into solstice you know that's kind yeah. of my my band so if you were to like present it in one sentence how would you how would you put it This is how I would tell solstice to someone on an airplane that I just met you there know, you go it's like they're very random maybe they don't know much about tech maybe they don't know much about about music. Mm-hmm. I would say we're not much different than your everyday production like music promoter that puts on festival, puts on events. Mm-hmm. But we're the kids that grew up with Facebook and YouTube and we have brought that whole world into the promoting world.
1: So what what the uh what the website does mm-hmm. is um connect <coughs> artists and venues. Yeah, right? The, yeah, that's simple.
2: Right. So yeah, exactly.
1: It's it's all about okay, you know, there are a lot of barriers when it comes to, you know, booking shows and whether you're an artist or a, venue, or a venue, really. And this is basically a way for people to be like, look, I'm an artist. I'm trying to get out there. I'm trying to perform. Uh, so how does it... Can you walk me through the process? Yeah, uh, Lauren,
0: you should... You.
2: Yeah, of like, of an artist signing up and, and just <laughs> yeah. kind of how it works. Yeah, well, um, it's pretty simple. Um, When you get to the, the site homepage, we have a place for artists to sign up and then mm-hmm. a place for venues or events to sign up um, or or promoters. Um, and yeah, as far as the artist side goes, you know, it's first of all, always free to the artist. Um, so you just really make a simple one-pager or, or an EPK um and it links to everything that you have online. So we, you know, we have YouTube, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, your website, Twitter. Um, basically, anything a booker is gonna want to see, or an event is gonna want to see. Um, and yeah, you also you have one
1: of the what, as an artist for my requirements as far as production and.
2: Yeah, yeah, we did. We added that. So you're going to put like what you require sound wise, um, you know, you really are. It's really open to you like you have a description area where you could just really put anything that Mm -hmm. pertains to what you believe in and associate with. And then we have this little section just for availability. So that's where it's like, you know, I could play Monday to Friday, you know, nine to one anytime or whatever you get kind of specific. So the booker or the event can see like, okay, well I know not to request this artist at like 1am at night because he's a, he's a paramedic in the morning, which actually we have a band that is a paramedic. Um, <laughs> nice. So that is actually a real example. Um, so yeah, I mean it's super simple right now, and I well I think we'll always we'll always keep it pretty pretty simple. We just kind of want that artist page to be to the point. We want whoever's booking them to see exactly what they need to see and see it instantly, and just make it easy as and far it, as the artist goes. And it's
1: the same thing from the venue perspective, where they yeah. put on their dates, they have, when they're available, yeah. what kind of uh, music they prefer. Uh, and so on.
2: Exactly. Like just what they're looking for, who they are, what they're doing and how you could get involved. And so apply.
1: how did that whole thing come about? Because, I mean, I, I'm going to answer my own question because I did some <laughs> research, <laughs> <laughs> did my homework and the whole solstice thing. Uh, You know, I, I found out, you know, from you, uh, Lauren, uh, the web, the website. And I'm like, holy shit. It's also, there's a festival. Yeah. And then, so, how did how did the whole thing come about? Solstice, the idea of solstice here in,
0: here uh, here in the U.S. or in in Austin, really? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll, I guess I'll try to give as wide of an explanation as narrowly as possible.
1: That's fine, and I'll add on to it because it, I think it's great. I I didn't think that it would it was that big.
0: Yeah. So okay. So I'll give I'll, I'll give the nutshell of the whole thing. Um, Really, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll fast forward to 32 years ago in France, there, uh, which you're very familiar with. Yes. There's this festival that sprung up called Fête de la Musique. And Fête de la Musique is this event that where musicians pour out into the streets and coffee shops and music venues, and they play underneath the Eiffel Tower. Essentially, France is this huge citywide music festival on the summer solstice. And... Um, and it, it happens every single year on the summer solstice. And it's spread to hundreds of cities around the world very organically just because you know someone from you know Madrid experiences in France says, I want to bring it to my city. Someone from New York City mm-hmm. experiences in France and says, I want to bring it to my city. And that's exactly what happened is this, this guy named Aaron Friedman brought Fete to the Musique to New York City. Um, and nowadays in New York City on the summer solstice, there's 1,500 concerts all around the city in crazy, crazy venues from laundromats to folks' porches. Yeah, to I mean, I, I,
1: uh, for a lot of people out there listening, If in case you, this is your first time listening to the show, uh, I'm from France and I've been to Fête de la Musique many, many <laughs> Which years. Is awesome. Yes, and th- think of it like um, take Fun Fest with all the bands playing, and have that have have that all over the country. All over the country for 24 hours, on in the streets, in the parks, in the subway, everywhere there's God. music playing. People can jump on other people's bands, grab the mics, start oh rapping, start doing all, all kinds of stuff. And, I mean, honestly, I had no idea that this concept was that big. I thought it was, yeah, French people do French shit. It's just... Uh-huh. <laughs> that's just what they do, and... When I found out about the the festival, and you just had one this year,
2: well, last, well, last year, last sorry, year yeah,
1: last year, and yeah. and the lineup, I mean, you had uh, Golden Orchestra, uh, zili was on there too, so like, what what made you what made you guys jump on the on the project? I guess. Yeah, I, guess I Were to, uh, you
2: finished? Were you finished with telling the well, story of? Yeah, so right.
0: I, I got Make Music. So yeah, there's a little bit of a gap there. So Make Music New York is this event on the summer solstice. We got started because that, that festival, Fête de la Musique, has spread around the country and it mm-hmm. spread to Madison, Wisconsin. And that's where me and my, my co founders were being tech entrepreneurs. And um, we started working on the platform really as a volunteer project for Madison's version of Fête de la Musique. And then in the first year, we not only powered Madison's Fetal Music, we powered New York's and Los Angeles's and Chicago and Philadelphia's and back to coinciding events and whatnot. That just kind of happened. Mm -hmm. It was totally just right place, right place, right time. And um, the initial platform allowed venues to sign up for Fetal Music and it allowed artists to sign up for Fetal Music. And using the website, the artist could browse the venues and the venues could browse the artists, but it was only available for this festival, right? Um, and then the second year, I think we went from powering eight of these celebrations to around 20. Um, and wow. this is around the time that I, I, I was in Austin now, and um, Austin didn't have a fete de la musique. <laughs> <Celebration>. <laughs> you have to say it How many times are
2: you going to have to say it? <laughs>
0: you're speaking to a Frenchman. It's all right. <laughs> it's a, it's you, a great word.
1: You can, fête de la musique, yeah? Fet, yeah? I can't
2: even do it. I'm not even going to try. It's just... Fête de la musique. Fête de la musique. Fête de la musique. There you go. Oh, there we go. I did it. Accident. Okay, I got it. All yeah, right, nice cool, job. cool.
1: Wow. So wow. did you did you look at, you know, you looked at the scene here in Austin, you are like, shit, Austin should have something like yeah. that.
0: Yeah a Perfect city for it. So we, um, I, I met, I met this guy named Luis Zapata who does Pecan Street Festival. Mm-hmm. Who's someone you should probably have him on this station. You would have fun. Oh with my him. gosh!
2: Yes. Oh, I love it. I'll connect, and he'd be down guy. for that. Oh
0: god, he's got a Peruvian accent. He's so funny. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> and he, so he does Pecan Street Festival, and um, he was back to coinciding events again. He had this vision for this like worldwide festival that was backed by technology and all of a sudden he meets me and i showed him all the tech we had created and he's like i want to help you bring this to austin so um luis and i and one other person who was a local austinite been living here on the east his name's michael Henderson, been living here
2: yeah hey michael <laughs>
0: <laughs> he had been living here on the east side for twenty twenty 20 however old he is uh, we went around and got venues signed up, just knocked on doors. And I think the first year we had 35 venues and they were all non-traditional venues. Like Lauren, Lauren, play. That's, this is how I
2: met well, Lauren. yeah, yeah I go like ahead. telling Tell, that. Yeah,
1: please, please. Yeah.
2: Oh, shoot. Yeah, you, go, are, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, this... It's, Again, well, Adrian
1: got to say something because I want to know his story too.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> totally. Um, I just always get excited about this because it was like the start of our relationship. It was really actually exciting. It's really nice to think about. Um... But yeah, Matt had, right? It was you, Matt. Was it Matt or Michael that had found Les Rob? It was me. It was Matt. Okay. Yeah. So Matt found one of my musical projects, Les Rob, and they (laughs) wanted me to play the festival. So they were sending out these emails to artists. And the email was pretty simple. It was just like, hey, we're interested in you playing this festival. Um, You know, you have to book it through this tech. And like, I'm going to be honest. Like the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, this is just like some scam Another or like to do. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. But you know, something just like made me check it out. And I did. And I'm going to be honest again. I was like, when I got on the tech, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know what to do. Like, cause you have all these like random venues, like I, birds, barbershop just always stood out to me. Cause I was like, I just don't understand. Cause I didn't know about Fe- festival, de Musique in France, you know, I was just mm-hmm. coming from this outward perspective and, um, Anyway, I'm just the type of person that, like, I need to, like, get in touch with the source and, like, really understand it fully. And so I just – I think Matt had reached out, and then we had a phone call. And once I kind of – be-
0: I got a I got an email uh, from Lauren saying, uh, Matt, help. I have no idea what, like – yeah. Am I playing at Bird's Barbershop? Or?
2: Yeah, I was like, I don't understand what's going on. Then, like, and then I just I call, I called five you. venues.
0: No, you you emailed no. like the general info, and then I called you, and you were surprised that like I had called you. Oh yeah, that was
2: something that really stood out too. Like he, I was like, because you know, a lot of people in this town. I mean, and it's not it's not a bad or good thing. Like we get busy, and like I think, especially with texting now and like email, it's like calling a person you don't necessarily think of first anymore and you're
1: surprised when they pick up
2: <laughs> yeah you're <laughs> Whoa, like wait wait, I was wait what? A, a voice <laughs> and so i think that stood out and anyway like long story short um i just yeah i just wanted to meet with him and just find out more about what this was like you know it was something new to austin and um yeah we we met up and it was is really incredible i i i played solstice festival when it was you know how it started i mm-hmm. I played five venues in one day, um, we were on the local news. It was all exciting and after all it was said and done, I was just like, "Man, this is something i I think could could go somewhere i don 't know where, but I want to be a part of it and that 's kind of where that started. i you know I know a whole b- bunch of artists, I know a whole bunch of venues from being here for a while in the scene, and I just wanted to kind of help connect that and and eventually, I was like. I want this to be my job. So, yeah. So that's my little story. Well, how did, how did you
1: get into it as a tech guru and
3: Yeah. Well, I had I had never really been involved to in a big uh, music project before, but um I had worked on smaller music projects in the past and I had a big passion for it. I knew I wanted to do something in music. Uh-huh. Um and Matt and I actually met um in Milwaukee just <laughs> crazy
1: you have like, all these random enc- encounters they, man <laughs>
3: they don't stop man they just you're good at it something something special you have going a star on.
1: somewhere because <laughs> like,
3: he was supposed yeah, to meet with my boss at the time and my boss just so happened to be busy so he just sat next to me and we had a conversation and he was working on a different music project at that time and i was working on a different project and uh, we were in milwaukee at this time He's and uh, off, so we exchanged emails and then that's it you know i didn't even think i was going to see this guy again uh, but a few months go by, and he he emails me and says, "Hey, I'm actually I ended up moving to Austin, so we should connect and um, you know grab a beer and uh, you know just see what's going on." And so then we did. Um, I get back to Austin, we <laughs> we meet each other, and then um, he tells me about this project that he's working on, uh, and it, it sounds amazing. And it was it sounded like the project I'd been waiting for because, like I said, I'd I've been looking for something music related that I can really just dive into and commit to and. <laughs> <laughs> What, it, it's so perfect it's it is incredible. right it's you you'd think we're lying but um but yeah so i at the beginning it was just you know part-time helping out um and then got more and more involved and and now it's not yeah now it's everything so you built the platform yeah yeah when when i joined um there was one version before um mike shooty built the first version of this um and then we worked together to to, to build it to what it is now wow
2: yeah so, we have a few other people in Wisconsin that are a part of the company Michael Fenchel and Mike Schudi. Um, yeah, and who are. Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. And to, to bridge the gap a little bit, so we did the festival, and then all of a sudden it was this thing where it was like, here we just worked with 35 venues in Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 190 bands participated in the first event. And it's like, it was kind of like, oh, well, see you next year. And that didn't make sense. And I started. Um, and we were also trying to figure out financially how we were going to make this company work and we're exploring the nonprofit route and that, that didn't quite feel right. So I just started meeting with the venues and artists that, um, that had participated in the event and they all kind of had the same feedback that like the booking tool was really easy to use. And can we have access to something like this year round? Year round, yeah. And then Adrian took that festival platform and launched Solstice Live in two months um that's really when you started working with us you, you, that was that was yeah. probably
2: right around the time it was like that's hearing this is kind of crazy because yeah. it was kind of like a domino effect and it kind of felt that way too like it was like we all just kind of like met each other at the right times and then things got started and it constantly feels like that did you guys Not have
1: any- uh, investors or funding or like mm-hmm. is there any pressure like someone going hey this is I mean, if you don't go so, to that, you no, have no, to. No, no, I'm
0: happy to, I'm happy to. So as I was saying, we started building the festival platform right, for right. all those cities. That's where, that's where most of our money has, has been made. We, we have had, we did have a small investment that we took from a uh, angel investor that I knew from, um, from the last company that I had started and angel investor is the right word. The man is, his name's, uh, his name's Mark and he's just a really incredible person and he's. Uh, he has uh, him and a couple of his friends invested a little bit, but it it, wa- it wasn't much money. We've mostly we've mostly been able to just kind of fuel this off of the revenue that we've been making through the company, which is a good thing. I
1: mean, I saw the that video of you at the U.S. Internationals, not international. U.S. Conference, conference of Mayors. Oh. Yeah, oh and I'm like, how the hell do you pull that off? First <laughs> of all? And and the dude, the dude, the, the I think it was the mayor of Madison, right? Yep. The first guy who goes up, he goes, yeah, well, I've been working with, you know, this group, the Solstice guys, and we're really proud of what they're doing. They're bringing music to the community. They're building a community around uh, around music, and we're going to fund them again. This is awesome. And then you get on, you get up there. And how did how did you, how did that happen? Oh, man. That was around the time you started working on Solstice. Yeah, on the very,
3: yeah. The, that very weekend. But you really did your homework, man. You're not lying. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, wow. so, and you... There was you, the other guy, Michael, yep. and Aaron, uh,
0: and Michael and Aaron, Aaron is the guy from, who brought it to New York,
3: yep. right? Yeah. That's what you said. Yeah, Aaron yeah, yeah.
1: Friedman.
2: I
0: mean, yeah. Moral of the story, really quick, with Aaron and Feta Music is like, it's it, this is this is just a we're just a part of this movement, you know, in music, I mean, in in the Summer Solstice, and it, I, I'm just I think we all just feel blessed to be one piece of this kind of movement that's happening. But um, in regards to the mayor's conference. So, as I was saying, we got started because the event moved to Madison. The, yeah. The mayor of Madison was really into it, and they funded it off of city city budget, and they fund it every year. And um, my business partner, Mike Fenchel, has a great relationship with the mayor. And, I don't know, they were just... <laughs> of
1: course he does. Right? That's what I said. I
0: mean, damn. Uh, so, is there... Um and the mayor of Madison got us to the conference. So.
1: So, so doing it in Madison versus doing it in Austin, what are some
0: of the things you had to deal with? Oh, and quick, in Austin? one more coinciding event. We were, spo- <laughs> we, we were supposed to present at the conference to like this room of 10 people. And they, and they, they, they sent us a message the day of the conference. They're like, oh, well, hey, sorry, your, your thing got canceled because the mayors are going to visit the president. So we're going to move you tomorrow in front of the whole conference. I think <laughs> Kevin
1: Johnson was to your right.
0: Yeah. From Mayor Sacramento? Yeah, yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, he slapped He slapped my business partner at his card after the event. We got in touch with him after. was cool. Nice.
1: So what are some of the things you have to deal with bringing it to Austin? Because I think, you know, Austin is unique. You know, it has the infrastructure. It has yeah. the, um, you know, the, the, the resources, the artists and everything. So bringing it to Madison was one thing. But bringing it to Austin, how was that different? Was
0: it harder? Was it easier? Well, to to be clear, uh, we didn't bring it to Madison. Some some loc- some passionate yeah. uh, citizen in Madison. His name is Mike Rothschild. He he's actually the uh, uncle of Aaron from New York. Okay, he he brought it to Madison, and we built the tech platform for him. Right. So that was the big difference: Os- Solstice Festival is put on by the Solstice team, whereas in in, in Madison, we're just we're just the tech platform. Um, but what's what's cool about Madison? What's cool about Austin is you know there's all these music venues here that are ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about Madison is uh, it's primarily at non-traditional venues, so there's there's the whole permitting process and. Do you have to deal with that in Austin? The permitting, I mean, I,
2: sometimes. Yeah, some I some events, of course, but I mean, there's over 150 music venues ready to go. Yeah, here, yeah. So. As, as far
1: the, the the tech side, it, it totally makes sense. Um, here, but, you know, I know putting together a festival is, like, a whole different uh, Yeah, Well, way.
2: I'm curious, though, Matt, like, what was it like, because I never really asked, like, dealing with Birds Barbershop, like like, did they bring in their own sound? Like dealing. I know we we have we have Quickie Picky. I mean, it's been interesting. Like, what's we, a Quickie Picky? Quickie Picky is a grocery store on East Eleventh, and <laughs> yeah, they
0: were, we they were, they
2: were a venue. They too. were a venue, and then we actually worked with them for a, a couple months on the platform. That that was interesting. Um, yeah. So right, if, like if I'm, what, a, was, no,
1: what was,
0: go
2: ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah.
0: Well, okay. So the first year of Solstice Festival is very different than it was the second year. It's very different than the third year. So the first year was more like it was in Madison at non-traditional venues. Yeah. And we had to go through the permitting process. There's like, you have to get two permits. One's a sound permit mm-hmm. and one's a change of use. Like if you're typically a parking mm-hmm. lot and you host a concert, you get this thing called a a change of use. Mm-hmm. And this whole infrastructure is basically just there because of South by Southwest and the city just managing that event and
1: did you know what you were doing or someone showed you? Well or? that's
0: where Luis came into play from oh, the country festival. Nice. Yeah, he oh God, Luis knew exactly what to do, exactly where to go. He it was it was it was awesome. And I mean,
1: the then the city was like, Yeah, this is awesome. And yeah, Let's Luis
0: Luis took us to council and we met with oh wow four or five council members and he knew those folks, you know, on a first name basis and it's like Yeah, we met with good ally on your side, man. That's dope. Oh, Luis has been yeah, he's been amazing. So,
1: so if I'm a if I want to have say a band come play at a private event or shit at my house, yeah, right now I'm like, okay, well, I'm a venue.
2: Yeah, no, and I'm
1: I got a backyard. I got you know I can set up a tent and then do it. Yes. No, there, but it's doable to the to, to the application, right?
2: Yeah, I get I get excited because um, there there's been a couple people who have signed up. Literally, like this this neighborhood association signed up that they were just doing house parties. And actually, someone just recently I haven't even told you about this. Like, someone just recently got in touch with me and was like, I want to do six house parties in East Austin. Um, Can we get this on Solstice? Is something we get on Solstice? And the answer is yes, um, totally. Like, we accept all types of events, um, all types of venues um Mm -hmm. yeah and right now anybody anybody could get on there even the artists even an artist could get on there and that's something that we haven't promoted too much yet but i'm i'm happy to say that now like if you're a band and and you want to book your own show Mm -hmm. um it's totally available there to use
1: Is, is there um so you're i'm an artist set up my profile put all my information my youtubes my soundclouds and stuff um, I say, okay, I want to perform at this event on that night, that uh, that day. Venue goes, cool. Uh, and then I go, okay, I want to be paid. Whatever is it, like a negotiation process mm-hmm. that you go through. Adrian, yeah, you want to talk about that?
3: There's a performance request system that we've built. And um, yeah, either party can initiate it and then with either, with all of the details. And then um, if it's all good, then say the artist requests, the, the venue can just confirm it, and then it's done. Mm-hmm. but if they want to make a change they can adjust the price for example or the time slot and then send it back to the artist the artist either makes another change or confirms it there on the spot yeah. so
1: is there other types of negotiations like if they uh, we go okay well I'll take whatever 10% of the bar or yeah. door sales or any anything yeah. like that is that yeah. an option too yeah mm-hmm. it's very
3: flexible um, right now you man you
1: thought of a lot of stuff
3: <laughs> yeah well, right now we, we built it in a way where it's very flexible um, but for example, you could you could do a fixed price if you wanted or you can do a percentage plus door or anything really. And then later as the as the site gets more and more complex, mm-hmm. um it'll just be more granular and you'll be able to specify um you know, I yeah. just want this or this uh particular bar deal.
2: It's really actually helped cuz there have been times um when we do like our own pr- um, when we do our own productions and um you know, we're just like, "Oh wait, what did we what did we guarantee that?" like band and like it's helped Helped us remember in some instances because there's like once you book the show and the lineup is done, Mm -hmm. Adrian has built um, this lineup page, which is which is public, you could post a link. It won't post, like, any personal information of the artist. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, on that lineup page, when you're the booker of the event, you could see everything from their phone number, their email, um, what they require, um, their PayPal information, and you could see what what kind of deal you've made with them. So when you're done with the show, you could say, oh, well, I... I guaranteed them, you know, a hundred dollars, or we said that the show is just just bar percentage, and um, both the artist and the venue can revisit that, and it's it's that's a cool, yeah, that's a cool. Part. So is
1: is it a uh, binding contract? Is the end result of the contract saying, okay, well, you agree to pay this much, we agree to, you know, come play this day, this time.
2: I guess. Yeah. I, I guess. So it's legally it binding, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, totally. I okay. mean, for sure, that's definitely legally. Binding, sweet. Because it's yeah,
3: it
0: makes it all pretty easy. Man, yeah. d- do you um?
1: So now you use it for solstice. Use it not year round. Have you gone to some of the bigger festivals? See uh, how um, they can maybe use you uh, use the app.
0: Like, uh, what do you what do you mean? Like some of the bigger festivals? I mean the Fun Fest and all those guys. I see if there's an application of that. Yeah, um, that's an interesting question.
2: That is an interesting. Yeah. I mean, they
1: they do all their stuff. I mean, you're talking about C three and, and
0: transmission,
2: They're yeah.
1: Like huge powerhouses, but you know, maybe that's there's some application of it.
0: Well, answering it indirectly, I would say who Solstice works best who who the technology works best for mm-hmm. is venues that need to stay consistently booked, um, you know, three hundred sixty five days out of the year. It's right. just it's just an insane process to manage. You know, it's it's not, it's not just not straightforward. You know, a lot of venues have multiple people that are booking different dates, and, um, you know, a lot of the booking information is stuck on e- one person's email, which no one can log into. Right. There's a sound person that's looking for the input list. So what Solstice does is it can get the sound person, the booker, the bar manager, the owner, in the same place with all, of, all of the necessary information from the show in one portal where everyone can kind of mm-hmm. see it. And at that same time... It's also a tool for the booker to connect to a huge community of artists. Mm-hmm. And this is really valuable to someone that's booking, you know, if it's 300 days out of the year, you know, over a thousand bands. Um, festivals are kind of this like the the hardest part of organizing fun, fun, fun fest. My analysis of it, you know, based off of what we struggle with, with organizing Solstice Fest, So, the, though the booking is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like more of kind of like a, just a lot of things to coordinate, like fencing and medical and coordinating with the city and whatnot. And right, hospitality
2: right. of artists. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so that's not really what we're addressing at this point. It's not to say that we can't in the future, but right now the tech works really well for venues. But something that we offer is we have our own production company. Lauren actually...
1: Yes, I was going to get to that, yeah.
0: Bo- ...book shows. And we, though, though Fun 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 Fest didn't use the technology, they did use Solstice to promote Uh, Fun 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 Fest. They they teamed up with us for an event called the Freaky Future Disco.
2: At the roller disco. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah, Lauren, you can tell them about the Freaky Future Disco.
2: Yeah. No. Um. No. I mean, I think what's what's really attracted me to what our team creates is we. I think we like thinking out of the box, or we try to a lot, and. Um actually Adrian started going to the roller rink for adult skate night on oh, Wednesdays. Here
1: on the down south. 183? Oh, there's another no one down Yeah,
2: there. there's there's one down south. Um actually Shaky Graves Alejandro actually goes to or or went. Um, oh, now it's nice. I know yeah. Ollie. Well, I don't I don't know if he still goes anymore. But um anyway, um yeah, I think we had gone there one night and I think we all kind of it wasn't just me, it wasn't just I think we all kind of were like, hey, like we should have an event here. That'd be dope. Like um and yeah, that kind of we kind of tried our first one out during South by and I like to say that we Rolling Stone ran randomly named us the best venue of 2015 for south by southwest nice which was awesome but yeah for for halloween um we wanted to do like a fun kind of um just like exciting event where people could get dressed up and like roller skate and and uh and transmission um just thought it would be really great for us to partner and yeah i mean that's basically it we just Partnered and helped promote Fun Fun. We had a really awesome costume contest, giving away um, some passes to the fest, and we had um, the LCD cover bands. Uh, all my friends play and um, Man, you
1: do all kinds of stuff.
2: <laughs> it was yeah, it was really fun. But um, that's definitely the way like we kind of like connect with with groups like that. At least so far. Um, but but Matt's definitely right. I mean, there's so many things in the music industry that needs help and that needs Mm -hmm. fixing. And I think we could do so much, but I think what we're really trying to hone in on is, is improving that process and that issue that's happening with venues. I mean, and you're seeing these venues close and like, you're seeing these, like these issues happening. You're like, you know, First of all, it's it's a lot of miscommunications. It's a lot of miscommunications. And it's also, again, like a lot of artists who are just like, look, it's like my job to create the art, not my job to like promote and bring people here. And like, and it's just like this back and forth. And like, I see both sides because I've been an artist, but I've also been in this world of booking for a really long time. And yeah, I think, I think we could be like a C3 someday, um, but I don't think that's our path. Like, I think our path is kind of,
0: um, our path,
2: our path. I don't mean to sound like make your like, own,
0: make your own
1: path. Yeah,
2: but no. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I about mean,
1: you're, you're. I think that you, you're a powerhouse in a sense that you have the tech. Yeah, you have the festival. You have the, you know, the booking. You have the, uh, the. Tape, the tape series the live taping series yeah 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 so you're doing all well, count cal- we
2: about to yeah 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 you yeah. are yeah yeah, we are <laughs> I saw the
1: videos of some old ones I saw but uh, you're doing you know a lot of things and, and there's something for everybody in there yeah and I think that what's what's going on in Austin I've been saying this for months um, is that we need more of these like events or things that are outside of the box it's things that are no, just not oh well I'm just going out. Yeah. I don't yeah, want people yeah. to say I'm just going out anymore. It's it's got to be It doesn't
0: this it isn't doesn't, it doesn't No, isn't anything anymore, yeah.
1: Yeah, but you know, if you're 21 in college, sure. you're going out there's dot 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 and getting drunk, but I'm like, "All right, that's fine, but you got to explore. You got to look, you got to look up people who are doing things, who are making things happen in yeah. Austin, you know, whether it's you guys, it's, it's me, it's a bunch of Austin awesome music people, all these people, people doing things, but I think there is this um, this disconnect where um, I mean I, I'm glad I got to talk to you I'm really I, now I really am because it, it's good it, no seriously because I think that what happens a lot is people operate in their own spaces and so there's not much you know cross Collaboration, collaborations cross and all that so you know people get uh, some people get lost or get caught up in just what they do and I'm like well there's this other group that does this these parties in the warehouse there's this other guy who's uh, doing uh, parties every once in a while. This other guy who who has connections, you know, uh, with with city council, like we can make a lot of great things happen. Yeah. So I get off my pedestal. Yeah. My yeah. Stuff no. For a soapbox, so.
2: No. I. I mean, and I'm. If you guys want to say anything, I don't go ahead. Okay. I just. well I kind of just got the chills a little bit because, like, so I want to kind of go back to that first question you asked us, like, why Austin? Blah, blah. Yeah. Um. Well, when I first moved out here, um, you know. Like I had really been close with like n- the profit world for a while, mm-hmm. and this band um the bankrupt and the borrowers who are now east cameron F- east Cameron folk yes, um they turned into that um you know literally like a month into me moving here, um they had had this huge house fire um they'd lost a lot of their instruments um and they lost their trumpet player, uh, John Pettis, in in this fire. Mm-hmm. And he was just loved by so much of the community. And um, long story short, basically, um, out of that came this, like, collaboration of all of these artists and all of these people that cared about John and cared about this band. And we all came together and we put together a benefit. And um, anyway, my point is, like, I think that's what attracted me and that's the energy that we talk about is like the willingness of this community to work together. I think it's really apparent and, and the willingness of these artists to just come together to help one another. And um, it's its something it, people are humble here. People are grateful here and people support one another. And um, yeah, I, I guess that's what like... I don't know. I was just I just wanted to comment on <laughs> on on that. Like that it's that's something that's really special about about and and you know we're talking about our tech, we're talking about our festival, but what really makes the platform special is that we we now have over 600 artists on the platform. Oh wow. Yeah, and and that's I mean, that's what stands out to me are like these artists that are on there and, and in Austin, they're hustling and they're and they're working hard and they're on Solstice because they're working hard. They're looking for something to help them to get out there, you know? You know
1: what? I, I got, Um, you know, for years, I was more into the DJs than the live music in Austin, even though I've been here for a long time. But over the past couple of years, I've learned a lot about the live music scene. I've been going to more live shows. I mean, I was doing... All the festivals, anyway, but as far as in between the festivals, going out, trying to check out a show, and it's really uh, when I got into I did my five-year anniversary of feedback for Austin Music yeah. People, and I had them on the show. Uh, Bobby Garza from Transmission came on the show, and I was like, wow, I mean, it's tough as an artist now in Austin, you know, and as a venue with yeah. all these condos going up and shut down and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and and I think that. You know, when I, when I see what you guys are doing, I see what, um, you know, more live music venues opening up actually this, uh, this year. And I'm like, okay, that, that gives me hope. That gives me hope yeah. because we have an opportunity as a live music capital of the world, self-proclaimed, so we have to live up to it. it can, <laughs> we can't be bullshitting around. Um, and we, we, gotta, we have an opportunity here to be like, okay, well, this is what Austin is about. This is what we do. We're a community first. You know, and we help each other. We're artists, musicians. We're bar owners. We're fans. You know, mm-hmm. and I think what you guys are doing is is awesome. Six hundred, six hundred. How yeah. many venues?
2: Uh, is it? F- f- it's venues and events. First of all, I guess Ven- was there's it? There's been over a hundred venues
0: and events and promoters have, that gone, have gone through, through
2: it. it. Yeah, yeah, I think active right now though. What like thirty or something? Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and In as some f- capacity.
1: And as a fan, you can go. You can go on the website and actually Sorry. see the the lineup.
2: Okay. Well. So. Okay. So. Well, Adrian, do you want to explain this more? Like, so you. So we added a. Will you explain it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, about maybe two, three months ago, we added something called the shows feature. Because uh, before, it was really only artists and only venues could use right. it. Um and if you were a fan you wanted to know what music was going on you couldn't really do that mm-hmm. but we added uh, like I said we added something called the shows feature um, so if you go to the home page anybody can go and click on shows and then filter by date and filter by genre and see the ac- see the actual shows that we're booking uh, if you want to see you know what blues is playing next Thursday um, and from know. there you see the artist profile you can go check out their stuff Yeah, yeah and,
2: yeah and that's gonna I mean as soon as we I mean we're continually building like but that's that's going to get more detailed yeah, as the first we, version of as we develop sure. more. And as we, you do you know. have, do you have more
1: features coming up? Oh, you man. Wanna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure oh, the list is long. Geez. Endless, <laughs> endless list. Yeah. If there's <laughs> any, stop. if there's
2: any more uh, investors out there that uh like what they're hearing, <laughs> hit us up. Cause <laughs> I mean, uh, you do, yeah.
1: you do, you're really doing a great service to the community. Thank you. So, Thank you. so what, what are the features? Give me a couple, give me a couple good ones that you're like, all right,
3: man, I got to
2: well, the review says, oh, well, that's already in, but like, okay. Uh,
3: no, one sorry. I'm excited about is, Lauren actually touched on it, is allowing artists, artists can already do it, but we want to make it more of an interface for artists to just book their own show. Like, book their show and then book supporting acts around them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they I'll can make res- their own lineup and yeah. like present it to a venue. Totally. Actually, to take control of it. W- so
1: once an artist and a venue start communicating, is it like a message thing yep. back and forth? Mm-hmm. Sweet.
2: Right, in, in, man, in, in why am inbox. I not an
1: artist? Oh, man. <laughs>
2: you are an artist yeah, in my own right, somehow.
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, that works. Uh, we're looking forward to this year as far as uh, music, any festivals, any uh, this is just personal now,
0: yeah. Uh, I'm gonna drop another one authentically. Solstice Festival next year is, is just awesome, Lauren. We haven't announced it yet, so I, w- I won't say any of the bands that are playing. But oh, give me exclusive. Lauren booked a really awesome lineup. It's going to be incredible, and we've got some some uh, good good amount of the venues that we had coming back, and a couple new ones, mm-hmm. a, a bunch of new ones that are. It's just going to it's going to be a great event, and Four, yeah, God, God willing, we're going to get the pyramid back there as well. We built this huge pyramid last year, and. Um, this local artist named Rex Hamilton does a new piece of artwork for the fest every year, and he just sent me the first <gasps> copy. I got to show it to you. It's god. it's not done yet. He just texted me it. Oh my god! Hold it out. But I <laughs> I <laughs> forgot to show them. I'm sorry. But it's just it, I'm just really happy with these folks to my left here, and just the event that we've created out of that. And it's just, it's it's a cool thing. It's just like all inclusive of the community. There's art vendors. There's
1: and you're having that at, the,
0: at that park again? Yeah, it's at, the, it's at, well, it's at venues around the city. Oh, so it's all different places. And then, well, and the, then the main, the main the event is before. at the park. Yeah.
2: yeah, so it's a two day thing now. So it's oh, wow. The 17th, it's going to be the 17th and the 18th. Yeah,
0: and solsticeatx.com if you want to stay in the loop. With um, the festival. Yeah there's, yeah, there's a wristband that'll get you into, like, you know, you could see o- likely over 100 different local bands in a two day span.
1: Are you doing, it's
0: always local? Uh, this year it's uh, it's uh, it's always been local. It's still yeah. local now.
2: Nice. I hope to continue to focus on, on local. Yeah, for sure. um,
1: I, I, yeah, I would. I mean, not that you need my <laughs> my approval or my input, but yeah, I think the the local uh, stuff is where it's at. The the lineup for Sabah just dropped, and then there's like fifty something bands from Austin. Just, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, for South by Southwest. That's West, good. West, it's huge. That's oh, I gotta good. check that
0: out. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, yeah I don't I
1: Honestly, I look, I look at the lineup for South by now, and I'm like, I don't recognize a whole lot of names in there. <laughs> it's I,
2: hard. It's it's hard. done you, by music. Either. Yeah, I was official showcasing artist in 2013, um, and I don't I don't know. Like I, I want to say stuff right now, but I I I also like. Uh, well, don't. I mean, every okay, everybody starts from a good place like and like I don't know it's South by is just a tough thing because it's got it's become such a monster and I think it's it's really like overall super positive but there are just some parts of it where like it's, it's a little frustrating being a local artist like I guess I'll just say it. Like, I mean, like when we played, like I ended up spending close to like $400 from getting my car towed because there was no loading and like, and I had to pay like $20 for parking and it's like, you're not, you have, you have a choice to get paid, but it's like a very small amount and like, um, and it, I mean, there's definitely a lot of positives, and like, I love everybody at South by. I think it's it, it's an absolutely groundbreaking festival. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's uh,
0: remarkable how much just the local community like gets, like it, a lot of music venues around, like because of South by they can stay in business, and I think that's like what we should focus on. It's oh, like yeah. Yeah. Well, it just brings in so well, much to the city, you know.
1: Well, what's what's been happening yeah. too is you have all these uh, vacant uh, places. That only open for Sai yeah, if they make enough money just for Sa like, yeah. That's crazy, and well, that's whether cool. it's a warehouse or whatever, and I'm like, well, year round that could be another
0: it could be something yeah it could be something else so yeah. someone someone should start a business, you know, kind of taking those spaces and well i
1: mean if they if they're not going to be condos or if not going to be bars, they're going to be condos, so they're like, you know screw yeah. it, well, I'm just going to open just for Sa by and get a lot of money just you know for ten days and done. Yeah, I, yeah. I
2: did want to do a shout out though to Jennifer Houlihan. I know she was on your yes. show previously and, um, just to go back on that, like load in thing, like there, the other part about Austin, that's so beautiful is there's a lot of people working towards like fixing those problems, like yep. with load in and parking. And, you know, this guy, Dan Redman is, um, building this uh, music incubator, this four level music incubator that I'm sure everyone will start hearing about more soon. And, um, there's lots of people working really hard, um, yeah, lots of artists too. I mean,
1: I found out Jennifer told me there was over a hundred nonprofits just for music, over a hundred. Oh my god! Oh my god! And, I mean, the big ones, you know, you know, it's Black Fred, it's AMP, it's Ham, and yeah. so on. Yeah. yeah, but there's over a hundred, whether it's you know wow. music for kids or I education or any kind of. St- I had no idea. Three dollar shows. What's your how would you improve the music scene here in Austin? Besides
3: Solstice.
2: <laughs> Adrian, Adrian, go first. I wanna yes.
3: I think letting people know the music that that's out there is, is a big issue because a lot of people um they'd want to check out the music but they just don't know it's there. That's true. And uh especially like where to find <gasps> it. Oh, yeah, that's shit. a that's a good point. It's like yeah the average
0: just person out of the million people that are in Austin, the average person. Definitely knows to flood to Rainy Street. They know to flood to 6th Street or East 6th Street. But surprisingly, like, you know, I I would venture to say that, like, do they know about Cheer Up Charlie's or do they know know about Swan Dive or, you know, they know about Barbarella's, but do they know that there's a music venue right next to it? Yeah. That's a good point, Adrian. There's enough people in this city for every, for a small percentage, if 1% of the million people that were here went out and went to local music shows... You know there'd be enough people there to to pay all the covers in the world to keep to pay to buy all the drinks in the world to keep the venues afloat to keep yeah to give the artists a little bit more money than they're getting now and you know one one percent of the city guarantee you is interested in doing that but it's it, it for some reason it's not quite happening yet so
1: uh, it's not th- there's um, when I had Bobby Garza on the show uh, he's the uh, general manager yeah, yeah. of transmission yeah. He came up with this term and said, we need more music evangelist is the term he used. <laughs> cool. So it's basically people who are music fans who will go out and explore and recommend to, pe- to other people and help people like, hey, if you're into hip hop, whatever, you got to go check out Subculture Patriots. It's really about knowing and how do you educate people on it because yes yeah. you're right people think Austin live music capital of the world and then they go to 6th Street and all they see is bars yeah you know but I think what's been what's happening more and more is you got more live music venues opening but they're not necessarily downtown besides except for Red River now you got you know South Congress uh, I mean Continental Club has been around for a while uh, South Lamar with the Golden Goose and Saxon Pub the Golden Goose uh, what the old, uh, what was it before? The Horseshoe something.
0: Oh, cool. I got to check it out.
1: Yeah. Golden Goose on huh. South Lamar. Uh, you got um, uh, Stay gold Yeah. Stay Gold. Yeah. There you go. You yeah. see Chavez. Line. You got stuff on MLK. You got stuff on, on, on mainer And it's coming back. I mean, even on downtown with Vulcan, with uh, Tellers. Mm-hmm. That's the old uh, Chicago house yeah. on Trinity.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, So it is coming back. But you know we need more. Of these. Is vinyl still in there? I think they're working on it.
2: Okay, because that was such a. That I was, didn't even wait. When did this? I didn't even know Tellers. So there's no more Chicago House.
1: Yeah, it's called Tellers now. It's so. A yeah, yeah. So upstairs is, is it venue. the same owner? Right no, no, a new guy.
2: <gasps> oh, cool! The real estate guy. I forgot we his should, name.
0: Yeah,
1: Kara
2: Bishop actually played there for New Year's Th- Eve.
0: That's the thing with Solstice is like we're working with a lot of venues, and there's a lot of venues where we haven't even had the time to get to it. This city is it's just vast. I mean, even being in the trenches right now, I can yeah. tell you that we're not we're not hitting seventy percent of the venues that are out there. I mean, there, there, there's yet. plenty. In
1: I mean, there, there, there's plenty, and and the thing is, it really takes like I said. The, the people who know, uh, who explore, take, who are fans first, yeah. you know, to be like, hey, I went to the show at, you know, Stay Gold or I went to wherever
0: uh, and, a and, and tell the people. That's really brilliant, and,
1: and I understand that you know you guys are really working on your tech. You you know you're doing your thing, and sometimes you gotta get your head out. And be like, okay, what's 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 happened in the last yeah. six months?
2: Well, yeah, I mean we. we <laughs> I see Adrian yeah. going. Yeah, we stay. Well, <laughs> Story of my We life. stay yep. very active, but they're really in in reality. I mean, I just I we just um finally connected with a lovely intern named Saya. Hi, Saya. Shout out. She shout out Saya and the Bishops and the High High Minds uh, Collective. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, we just started working with her like but basically basically it's just been me and then sometimes like Matt will come out and sometimes Adrian will come out, but like I'm basically the person who's like at the events and going to two events and so I think this year for 2016, one of the things we wanted to focus on was maybe finding more interns, finding more people who want to just go to shows and just kind of give feedback on like venues no they're going to. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Nice no one. Said no I was like, give feedback. Give feedback. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but um, boom. Yeah, no. That you you
0: brought up a great but, point. And yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you said it too. Just kind of like internally because going going to the shows has been really Im- important for us to like see what's happening and mm-hmm. to see what bands are pulling well and whatnot. And yeah, we're we're pretty excited to kind of develop this little internship program that Lauren was talking about. If anyone yeah. out there is interested in
2: totally, that, yeah. Know. If you want to just experience the live music scene, reach out to us for sure. Yeah. Um, you know,
0: shout out to like do five one two. I mean, they're, they're the folks that are just focusing on getting people to the shows and whatnot. And, yeah, we, we use Do five one two to help promote our concerts and it's it's great that they've built a following of people yeah. that are I
1: mean, yeah, they're great those job. guys those guys are great. Those guys are great. I think that they serve a really, you know, good purpose as far as okay, here's what's up. Yeah. You know, do your homework. 'Cause you know, just list of events with the names and everything, which I like your I'm 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 gonna use your platform more because, you know, just go into all this profile then you you can go to all their different stuff and you can look them up and on SoundCloud and listen yeah. and all that stuff uh, so i think everybody is is you know doing their part i would say you know but uh you're not trying, you're doing. Don't <laughs> stop saying trying. You're okay, doing. okay, we're All doing. Right? You're doing. We're doing. <laughs> but uh we need more people to recommend and go out and explore and report back, run back to the village and be like, hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, I saw this thing, it was awesome. I was an empire. What the hell's empire? You
2: don't know empire? So <laughs> we need Saturday.
1: we need more of that.
2: Oh, and I think I, I thought of my answer.
1: Oh. Thank you.
2: <laughs> okay. So my answer is... Wait, wait. Just repeat the question. I seriously... How would
1: you improve the music scene?
2: Okay. Well, it's not necessarily how I would improve... Well, okay. I would just, like... Like... Would like people to... To go out and support each other more. I guess. Like, I would just From push one that. one
1: artist to another?
2: Yes. Yes. Because... Um, and not to say that people don't do this. Like, I, I, it does happen. And... and but to do it even more. I would want to see it even more and that that um collaboration happen even more. Like I think I think the more we like work with one another and the more we kind of like um, support one another, like mm-hmm. I think together. everybody. No, but to, to that I point to,
1: to to that point and I've and I've I've brought this up again, um, you know, and that goes back to what I was saying, where people operate in their own spaces, yeah, a lot. So it becomes all these, then it becomes all these little clusters. So there's the the house music people here, the hip hop people here, the you know all alternative rock over here, vocalists over here, and it's when I go to let's say I go go to hip hop shows, like I'll see a lot of the same people there,
2: totally, you know, yeah. and I'm
1: like, well, if someone used. So Live and be like, look, I'm put up this lineup, and it's not just hip hop. I'm gonna bring in maybe one hip hop group with a band, and then another group that's totally different genre. It could be anything, but at least that maybe that would fit some kind of overall theme. That way, you're bringing in, you know, one crowd and then the other crowd together, and then you all seeing the same yeah. same show. And that way, you're cross-promoting and you're helping each other out and it's not just well i'm doing hip-hop i don't mess with these rock people i'm doing i'm doing edm i don't do hip-hop and I, and it be, it sucks because austin is big enough and has enough of a you know following and, and music fans that people can pull this stuff off
2: yeah and yeah
1: what, what i, I like during free week i went to um uh black fred how to show at a no, uh, fair market yeah okay and so and they had all kinds of stuff there it wasn't just you know one well it's black fred too but you know um it's good to have like a variety of diversity when it comes yeah. to the bookings because then you cross and you cross promoting and you have all different crowds meeting each other artists meeting each other working together and I think I think that's quite sad. That that needs to happen more.
2: Yeah, yeah. Does and that make
1: sense? Or I'm just rambling. 100%? Totally,
2: <laughs> it makes totally. It actually it was interesting. Our last free week show at um, the Lazy Lizard, which used to be Gypsy Lounge, which is now called the Lazy yeah. Lizard. Um, it, I, it was a booking like that. It was like you know, it opened up with this jazz band circling drones, which they they are just incredible and then and then um the bishops came and the bishops are this up and coming um hip hop group with this beautiful singer Kara Bishop their 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 brothers and one sister nice. um and um and then after them was this this band brother wolf and the carnivores who's literally like their face their faces were painted they were like colorful and like and you know this like this kind of like hip hop scene collective was there, um, high minds and and they're watching this band, Brother Wolf and the Carnivores, and I'm just kind of looking at them like dancing and like being like, oh okay, like this is this is interesting, like mm-hmm. and like yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about booking a lineup with multiple genres, but you know. It just, it also does depend on what the venue cause sure. is looking for. Because some venues, you know, we're, we're experiencing that they're just like, you know, we, we don't want that. But I I definitely would like to see more of that. And, and that's kind of what I mean. Like, I said before, the community is super open and we're like, we're working together a lot. But I, I think we could do it even more. Like, I think we could do it even more and, 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 and break even more boundaries. And I'd like to see that.
1: So do a lineup on Sources Live and then go, okay, it's it's this genre and that genre and that genre, and (laughs) then here we are, and we're booking on this date, and we're coming through, and we're going to blow up the place. Nice. All right, we're going to wrap things up. How can uh, people find out on the internets, the interwebs?
0: Yeah, if you want to stay in the loop with what we're doing, I think following us on, on Facebook is a good way to hear about the technology and to also see the shows that are coming out of the platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook.com slash Solstice Live.
2: Yeah. You could also come to our shows, which I have to drop a show. Can I please? Yes. Um, well, there's this awesome band, Kev Bev and the Woodland Creatures, um, and they just... Uh, got their vinyl press and we are doing their vinyl release at Independence Brewery on Saturday um January 16th and they're going to be on KUT at 8:30 p.m. on Thursday um in Studio 1A which is really awesome we're proud of them um but yeah we're doing their release on Saturday with balia and Tina Rose and um actually independence brought in this food trailer called the texas chili queens and it's drag queens uh uh, serving chili so (laughs) i'm i'm really excited about that that's super exciting um yeah so (laughs) yeah come to our events you know talk to us email us reach out um
1: isn't the live taping series starting again
2: it it is starting again i'm so Oh, so we're excited! I'm so, so she's excited. She's jumping up and
3: down the chair like. Dude, wow. This is Lauren every day. That's why she's so Ooh. awesome.
2: <laughs> well, most days, most days, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, we're gonna be starting that up January 29th. Um, Leach is the first uh, featured artist, and that's mm-hmm. also gonna be at Independence Brewery. It's gonna be kind of just like a, a live taping, um, and it's, it's at a brewery, so drink some beer, hang out, just have a good time, and it's free, just with RSVP. We just want your email. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're, do, we're doing that January 29th, so that should be fun.
1: Nice, nice. Thank you so much. Thank you. thank you, No, Thanks thank so you. Much. You guys, are, yeah, you guys are doing a great it. job. Back. Thank you, Thank Lauren, you for doing Adrian. what you do. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the reason why I say thank you so I can get all the thank yous back. Go ahead. <laughs> <Three for laughs> throw, one, throw the right? flowers. Throw the flowers. Go ahead. Can uh, I
2: do two more shout-outs? For sure. Seven? Okay, shout-out to Hypersonic Radio, which is an incredible um, radio station that kind of showcases all types of electronic music. Mm-hmm. Um, they're incredible. And then shout-out to Anthony at Song Office. And yeah, and, yeah, that's
3: all. Any shout-outs? You guys Adrian? want any shout-outs? Uh, two more plugs on the social media. At, on Twitter, we're Live, SolsticeLive and Music on Instagram. Cool. Yes.
0: Matt? Shout-out to Austin Bouldering Project for being an awesome rock climbing gym. Oh, <laughs> <Colin, laughs> Why <what> yeah. A- <laughs> That'll work, too. Shout-out to them. Shout-out to Empire, too. I just really like those guys. Yeah, Steven's a shit. Oh,
2: man. And Vulcan.
0: Shout-out to Vulcan. We love oh, Vulcan. Oh, man.
2: Just all... All the venues. Shout out to Austin. Shout out to Austin. Yeah, Texas. you do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, everybody has their moment on the show when it's like, I could play that graduation song. I think you've had like a Wait, couple moments. Shout
0: out Shout out to David Cabanero, who... uh who is, he he has a musical act called Guidance. He's just a really cool dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so cool As dudes all over the place. Go on, we
2: <laughs> <laughs> all the time nice,
0: we nice. All right, well, shout out to Capiac who just dropped a new vi- music video, and well, my, I got all kinds of outs. <laughs> oh, and, we can. And my probably, my, son, my son is in the music video, so I'm super happy. We can probably about oh, that. go oh,
2: nice. all, all night. Pr- proud
0: father. Nice, nice. Congrats, congrats. You guys are doing a great job. Uh,
1: the website, again, is com. Go on there if you're an artist. Go on there if you're a venue. Go on there if you're a music fan. And look up the lineup. Go check out the show. Support the scene. And we got a rep. We got a rep Austin. Oh yeah. We got a rep Austin. All right, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and soundcloud you can also follow the feedback b-a-k of course because i love my name on facebook twitter and instagram uh this is a new year i got good things coming up i can't say much yet but just stay tuned and thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time have a good one ciao ciao
0: peace bye
3: bye